what were we doing? What were we doing, Eugene? Uh, trying to get a degree. Because <laughs> we both thought we might like to go into television broadcasting, and then we realized that it's an absolute nightmare. We didn't want to go into TV. We wanted to go into film. Well, hey, if you still want to go into TV, I could talk to my buddy Chris. He's an executive producer at CBS in Phoenix. No, absolutely not. Phoenix? I, I, yeah. I would have, not that I didn't already lose my hair, but I would have lost all of my hair and been and weighed 5,000 pounds from stress just working at the PBS station. Trying to work at, like, a, an NBC or CBS station would be, I can't imagine that amount of stress. Why is it so stressful? Because everything is literally turned up to 11 constantly. It's like, you know, everything has to be, you know, they want everything to be as perfect as possible. It doesn't always come off that way. Well, you, you've seen television broadcasts. It, it never comes off that way. Back then, when you ran the board, it was, you were, <laughs> you, uh, there was some automation, but there wasn't a whole lot of automation. It was, uh, you better make sure you catch this broadcast from this satellite at the exact time so it can broadcast and exactly, you know, you got just enough time to get that tape rewound and start playing before it hits. Yeah. Okay. I still occasionally have nightmares about it. <laughs> You're listening to the Epically Geeky Show. A place for all things geeky. Welcome back to the Epic Geeky Show, episode number 54. I'm your host for the evening, Eugene Stevens. Tonight's opening question is, what is your favorite time of day? Morning, afternoon, or evening? Cyrus Martin. Uh, this is a strange question for me because I spent many years working nights. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that means I would wake up about three in the afternoon to be at work by four thirty-five, and work till about seven in the morning sometimes. Um, so upside down, as far as all that goes, mornings and evenings take on different meanings. Um, and then now I work days again, which is far superior. Uh, except for the drivers who are out. That's the only thing that I would complain about. People that drive to work and back that work nights are really laid back. There's a, it's a whole different world. When you get into traffic with day people, it's like everybody's injected like freaking, uh, I don't know. Hyped up on coffee and (laughs) yeah, they're mad and they're trying to get, get, they're trying to cut in and out of traffic and, push you off the side of the road and they want to like uh, slit your throat, you know? I mean, it's very, it's like a survivor basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> my favorite time of day, uh, all things like being equal. Like if I didn't have to go to work or something like that, my favorite time of day would be the morning uh, because I love the smell of morning. I love getting out and the days ahead of you and you can do, we've got all this time and you can do stuff. Um, but if I'm going to work, my favorite time of day is the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it seems this is a complicated question. No, I understand. I mean, it's definitely it, going to vary because I didn't even think about it 
because uh, I mean, you kind of ran about it two different ways that I didn't even think about. You know, there's the actual time of day, and then like you kind of put forth the fact that, you know, if you if you have a an odd schedule, then you know, morning for you is actually like you know maybe six o'clock in the night, and it's so yeah, I understand. That's that's actually you know I didn't think about it that way. So, uh, Chris, favorite time of day? Um. Well, going on with the size thing, when my kids were babies, they hated sleeping. So the morning I would get, I'd be up at like 5.30. So I saw a lot of sunrises and it was beautiful. And I couldn't believe how much stuff I got done by noon. It's crazy. But now, and I, but I don't like mornings. I hate, you feel productive and you get a lot done, but I hate being up that early. It just feels wrong. Mm-hmm. It feels like you should do there's no reason to be up that early. So I like afternoon. If morning started at 11, be a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> Afternoons are way better. I'm more functional. You should gotcha. start a, you should start like a coffee shop. That's like uh, 11 a.m. mornings or something. For lazy people who don't get out of bed till 11. <laughs> That'd be cool. Depending on the area you live in, you'd probably have a pretty good, <laughs> Pretty healthy business, yeah. uh, especially like in Seattle and stuff. Uh, Ray, favorite time of day? Evening. Uh, there's, it's just a better time. Doesn't matter where you're going, if it's early evening or or a little bit, you know, a little bit later. There's something going on. You can go do something. You can go watch a movie, or you can go chill out. Or I've been a night hawk for too long now, so yeah. Gotcha. Jay? I'm more of a morning person. Uh, I'm usually <laughs> the type of person. <laughs> I'm usually the type of person when my feet hit the floor, I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's little to no lag with me. I get a lot of shit done before I have to be at work. On the second shift shit, I fucking hate it. Um, I mean, I prefer thirds over second shift. I Really like morning shift, get your shit done, get it over with. But I completely agree with you. Yeah, and have the rest of the evening and be a normal person and go to bed at night. Second, yeah, second shift sucks. It takes your uh, life away. Yeah, it it ruined my marriage. I mean, because either either the people are, you know, at work in the morning, and then about the time you're going to work, they're getting off shortly thereafter, or. you're either usually going into work, you miss all the shit with the kids because you're at work while they got stuff going on. By the time you get home, they're in bed. And then you sleep, and you're usually still asleep whenever they get up. Or, you know, well, in my situation, I get home about midnight, 12.30, and I'm usually back up around 5, 5.30. But, I mean, second shift just takes your life away. And it does create other issues oh yeah you know friends family and just trying to do anything like the podcast yeah there you go i think i would take up becoming like a serial criminal before i would go back to second shift (laughs) oh i've I've thought about it i mean look i did i was doing the podcast when i worked third shift shift way before i met you guys for like i was on third shift altogether for like 14 years so, 
Well, know, as for me, I'm, I'm like, I'm like y'all in that <clears throat> I tend to get most of my stuff. If it were up to me, I would wake up and immediately, you know, get going, start getting stuff done. My plan is, if at all possible, get everything done in the morning and in the afternoon and then in the evenings is when I get to relax and do other stuff. So I would have to say, as for my most productive time, it would be morning. But my favorite time is the evening because that's when I've hopefully gotten most of my actual work done and kind of get to, you know, watch TV or, you know, watch a movie or something or actually, you know, talk with my friends or something. So, yeah. Um there's actual times because I hate second shift so much that I get up and I'm like, I got all this shit to do. I'm going to be productive. Then I start thinking, I got to go to work shortly. I'm like, Fuck this day already. And it's just yep. kind of like set around like, I ain't doing shit. I'm not in the mood for it. Yep. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> well, the reason I ask this question is mainly because of the uh, thinking about the sun and the moon and the times of the day. Um, Lainey is not with us this evening, even though we're doing one of her topics. So, um, we're probably going to rag on her pretty heavy during this episode. So when you're listening to this, Lainey, uh, you asked for it. Um, she, she put forth, uh, our tonight's topic is we're going to figure out our geek astrological signs. Um, I had to do research on this one because I, you know, I'm not into that thing. I don't think she is either, but I mean, she knows about it. So I had to do some research and what she put forth was for everyone to come up with your, um, there are three signs that represent you, the sun, the moon, and what's called the rising. The sun is your personality from day to day life, uh, how you are at normal times, uh, how most people think of you. Uh, the moon is when you are, uh, stressed or in like a crisis. Uh, and then your rising is your ideal, uh, personality, your ideal, uh, person. Um, so in this case, uh, what we're doing is we're actually coming up with, uh, figuring out three characters that represent each of those three, uh, parts of our personality, the sun, the moon, and the rising. Uh, so with that said, would anyone like to go first? Um, you can share, any one of the three, or do we just want to start with one of them, go all the way around? Uh, yeah, I'll go first, and I think we should do Sun first. Sure, let's go with that first. All right, Cyrus. Uh, what character did you pick to be your son or your personality in day-to-day normal life? Well, it's a real shame that Lainey's not here because she picked this character for mm-hmm. me. Really? And that would be Timon from... The Lion King. (laughs) I I thought about it quite a bit, and I totally agreed that she was absolutely correct because this is my most obvious personality. I'm very, you know, Hakuna Matata, you know. Um, I'm goofy. Uh, I try to be entertaining for everyone. Um, I do occasionally panic uh, at crazy things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a pretty good encapsulation of me. And, and like I said, I can't even take credit for it because that was her. She, she called it and she's not here. Yeah. Which I don't know how to handle. How should I handle? What should I do? Uh, Uh, no, I, that's, that's actually a pretty good one. Um, not exact, not what I thought you were going to, to say, but, uh, I, you know, I, can't really debate it by any means. Um, 
So how long did it take you to come up with that? Like, did you have to really think about, cause I'm going to be honest, um, two thirds of this topic, I was able to come up with pretty easily. The, the last, the last portion of this topic, I literally thought about for days before I finally, and I literally just figured it out like earlier today at work. So the, the moon one was the one I spent the most time on. Okay. Um, this one I didn't think about because, like I said, she already gave it to me. I just, you know, I when she originally said it to me, I thought about it at the time, and I was like, wow, that's interesting. And then when this topic came up, that was the first thing that popped in my head. So I didn't, like, spend, like, hours and hours in, like, self-contemplation. I, <laughs> I pretty much knew that was going to be the, the, the sun for me. See, uh, the rising was the easiest for me. The moon was next. I nailed that one down pretty well. The sun is what took me days to figure out. So, and I'll explain that in a minute. But, um, uh, Chris, who did you pick for your sun? Okay. Um, I picked, well, it was, this one was both hard and easy because, I mean, I know what I think of myself, but apparently what I think of myself and what I actually put out there are kind of two different things. Okay. So, um, I went with what I think other people see me as, not how I see myself. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, if I pick that, then it would, it, I don't think it would make sense. But um, So I picked Molly Weasley and um, Morticia Adams combo. Because with Molly, I, and Molly is also a Scorpio, and I'm a Scorpio. So there's that. Um, she's a state, Molly's a stay-at-home mom. She, uh, she's very cheery. She's very hands-on with her kids. She, uh, she's very, she knits, I knit. Um, she does all the house stuff, and I do that too. Um, she loves her husband very much, and I love my husband very much. Aww. And, but she's very stern with her children. Like, you get so much and then she will like lock it down right and that's it you don't get an, a second say like once mom says it it's done and i'm very much like that around here and then with morticia adams i don't look like a regular mom i'm moderately tattooed most of my tattoos are visible i have a shaped head i have pink hair um yeah so i and i don't dress like a regular mom too i usually wear like graphic geeky t-shirts and jeans and chucks. So I picked that because from what I've understand, most people think of me as very calm and kind and, you know, very laid back mom. And I don't see myself that way, but that's how I've been told I come across as. Hmm. I think of you as nitroglycerin. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Would you agree with that assessment, Ray? That I'm nitroglycerin? <laughs> no, <laughs> about her pits. <laughs> I guess I should have specified. <laughs> I would agree with Chris's assessment, yes, but okay. not. she's not nitroglycerin. <laughs> okay. Maybe when I was a teenager, when we first started uh, Yes, dating. okay, when you were a teen, yes. Yeah. Not so much there. There you go. All right, Ray, What is? Uh, who did you pick to represent your son? All right, so this one was actually pretty quick. Both, I, I kind of, I said it to Chris, and and she agreed immediately mm -hmm. uh, when we were talking about it. And 
So my first one is Clark Kent. Uh, everyday guy, just kind of hanging out, not threatening, mild-mannered, just a one-face-in-the-crowd type of person. And, you know, I'm nice to people, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not easily visible, I guess would be. Mm-hmm. So I might be a big guy and everything, but people don't see me as a threat or anything. I'm just kind of there. Okay. So it's, yeah, it was kind of a Clark Kent, mild-mannered, staying away from, you know, trouble and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, yeah. I mean, that's an interesting way of looking at it. I didn't even think about it that way. Good pick. <laughs> Ooh. Something you want to add, Sai? No, just imagining Ray with a cape. <laughs> I didn't say Superman. I didn't say Superman. I said Clark Kent. Right. No. Yes. So yeah. it was definitely a Clark. Yeah. Just kind of like I just want to do the right thing and do the nice thing and and be the right guy, but I don't want to be. I want to start any trouble and. No. Yeah. Clark cool. Kent. Clark Kent is like the like. When I think of Clark Kent, <laughs> I think of, uh, you know, obviously, um, I think of our Superman, the real Superman, uh, what's it? Christopher um, Reeves? Christopher Reeves, yes. Because, uh, when I think of Clark Kent, I think of a extremely well developed nerd. <laughs> like, you see yeah, this guy? Yeah, that's great, though. That's Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. great. <laughs> it's like, that guy looks like he could break me in half, but he's a nerd. Yeah. That's strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Race that guy. Hi. Race that yeah. guys. Come up to him. Guys, buddies he's known forever. And be like, they, they tell him, they're like, if you weren't such a nice guy, I'd be scared of you. My cousin was a professional wrestler and. and well, he, MMA fighter. MMA fighter. And anyway, he's like, yeah, no, I wouldn't mess with you. I'm like, come on, you're trained. Like, he's like, yeah, no, but you'd hurt me. <laughs> I think I think this is a perfect pick for you then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The more the more you talk about, the more you explain yeah. it. Yeah. Thanks. You need your Canadian Superman cape. Yeah. Oh, the Canadian seven. Canadian flag. Yeah. Captain Canuck. Yeah, Captain Canuck. Yeah. Oh no! You know, instead of like an S for Hope, he could have like an M for Moose. Or something. <laughs> yeah, the M means hope. <laughs> yeah, the M means hope. <laughs> I guess like a big bottle of maple syrup or something yeah. in front of it. That'd be my kryptonite. Yeah, I don't know. What would be, what would be the Canadian kryptonite? Poutine. Poutine. Yeah. Poutine. Yeah. Poutine. That sounds pretty. Yeah, I'd go with that. Oh, no. Poutine. All right, Jay. Who did you pick for your son? Um, I really had kind of a hard time with this, and I was thinking more of like Dan Connor. From okay. uh, Roseanne. Nice. Okay. No, I can see that. I can Just see like that. Just like an everyday, hardworking person, usually mild mannered, but sometimes gets really frustrated and edgy and kind of goes off. Uh, but for the most part, just likes to relax, drink a beer, and. He loves his kids, but he really drove them to the edge sometimes. <laughs> you know, that fits me pretty well. At first, That's I was thinking bit. kind of like Al Bundy, but... No, I wouldn't go Al Bundy. No. Yeah, I wouldn't say Al. Yeah, like my girl I'm said, obnoxious. I'm not quite that grumpy. You, you're a few years past where you were in your Al phase. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm crawling out of my Al phase. There you go. So... Yeah, I'll go with Dan Connor on that one. I was trying to stay more uh, 
you know, because everybody thinks of, you think of fic fictional characters that might represent you and kind of want to go superhero Fs. Mm -hmm. But I was trying to stay more grounded and realistic with my picks. Mm -hmm. I like that, though. No, that's a good pick. That's Agreed. a good pick. Well, like I said before, this is the one that I had a I had the hardest time with. Um, part of the pre part of the reason I had such a hard time with it is, um, and I completely with agree I completely agree with my wife in her assessment of this. She said, uh, "Well, the problem is, is you are two completely different people. Um, I am different with people that I don't know who don't know me." Mm -hmm. uh, as compared to people that I do know. So let's, and I, I talked to my partner about this at work and I said, you know, um, I said, Kim, I said, you know, you've over the last, you know, you just met me kind of really this year. And, you know, over the last several months, uh, you know, we've, we've been working together and of course we talk quite a bit. Um, I'm like, would you agree with the assessment that I'm kind of two different people? She goes, yeah, I can see that. Um, with people that I don't know, um, I, I tend to be, um, well, at least I, I, apparently I come off cold. Um, I, I'm an introvert. I don't like literally if I go into a person's office, like, you know, they've called and they said something's the problem or whatever. I'll go into their office, ask them, you know, uh, you know, so what's the problem? Oh, cool. You know, this isn't opening up or working or I'm like, okay. You know, and if I sit down for a second, they're like, okay. So I sit down, start working on the computer. And if they're sitting in the office, I literally have to stop and go, you know what? I probably should say something, make small talk or something. I, it does not come to me like normally. So like, I have to stop and think about that type of stuff. Whereas people that I know, as you know, from the show, uh, if it's someone I know, and especially if it's a topic that, you know, I have interest in, I can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about it. So, uh, like I said, there's two, there's definitely two different aspects to my personality. Um, that being said, I threw around some ideas, uh, as to, you know, some people that I was thinking on and, um, I kind of, over the course of mainly today, last night and today, I finally came to my, my final pick, but, um, just throwing, I'll just throw these out there. One of the first ones I came across was, was possibly Woody from Toy Story. The reason why I said Woody is because, and I was mainly thinking of the first Toy Story movie, um, kind of harsh to people he doesn't know generally tries to uh you know uh help the people around him likes to have a plan doesn't like change uh so i was like okay that kind of fits um later on early this morning um i even and unfortunately if you have not read the book like we read in the the last time of our our um the last book that we read in our uh, Marginally Geeky show, I also thought about Galen Erso. Uh, extremely focused on work, uh, tends to kind of get lost in his own thoughts, and the only thing that brings him out is, you know, his uh, love of his family. And I have, I will tend to do that from time to time. But what I ended up settling on, um, my partner and I talked about it, and I ended up settling on this character is um and definitely the, the the and kind of like this falls in the same category as like what Ray said uh there's two parts to this character I'm definitely referring to the day-to-day -day version of it um and I settled on Bob Parr <laughs> aka Mr. Yep. Incredible Aww, yeah. nice 
I do get frustrated with minor things and just have to like blow off for a second and then I'm okay. Um, I tend to get focused on stuff. I constantly have stuff going. I really enjoy helping people and I hate when I can't help people. Um, some of the worst jobs I've ever had in my life was, you know, jobs where I knew how I could help fix a problem for someone, but because of the job I wasn't allowed to, and it drove me insane. Um, also, I can definitely see if my kids had superpowers, I would probably be the one like, well, just let them do it. Just, I would probably be the one that's like, you know, fuck it. They've got superpowers. We're better than other people. Let's do this. Um, We're better than other people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah I've been because he'd be great. Yeah. Um. I just – I love that character, and I guess the reason why is because he's so human, and he j- I just kind of see myself that way as well. So, Yeah, I could see you, you seeing yourself as Mr. Incredible. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I like that character, though. I think that because I can see you getting frustrated at work and then coming home and almost slipping on the skateboard and, you know, you wreck a car and you know, pick up your car and you throw it. Yeah, I get that. No, exactly. That's exactly the type of thing I would do. Would be come home, you know, and be like, just, just, you know, kind of explode for half a second and be like, okay, I'm good. Yep. So, So all right. Fires too? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, that's that's the other part of the personality that I'm like, no. I'm I'm not going to go look for stuff like that. So, all right. Alrighty. Um, so let's move on to our moon. Cyrus, who did you pick to represent your moon or your person whenever you're stressed or in crisis? Okay, so this is going to sound really bizarre. Okay. But, by the way, excellent TV show. I don't know who's watching TV. Um, I picked Hannibal Lecter. Okay. What? Okay. Go. Please explain. <laughs> yeah, you explain that one. This was an enormous amount of thought that I put into this. Um, how I react in emotional situations. Okay. So, what I tend to do, um, whenever the shit hits the fan, or whenever I get really upset, or whenever someone else gets really upset, is I tend to become very analytical and very cold blooded. Uh, This is just my personality. Like when shit starts going wrong, I grab everybody by the ears and, and pull everybody forward. I do that. I'm an asshole when shit starts to go wrong. Uh, That's why I was a supervisor for so long. And, um, that's just my personality. I <laughs> ask man and he'll tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what, what I do, and I can also be cruel. I can also be very cruel. I don't normally like to be that way. In fact, I find cruelty to be very disgusting, but when push comes to shove and everybody's freaking out and shit's going wrong, it's time for me to step in because nobody else will get shit done 
So I, I, I step in and I start telling everybody the truth. And I, I basically say, you know, there's no time for this bullshit. Quit being a fucking pussy. Let's get shit done here. You do this. You do that. You do that. Oh, stop crying. Pull your fucking pants up. Come on. Time to be a big boy. You know, I become a dick. And when people don't want to go along with me, I can, uh, I can pick them apart mentally. It's just what I do. I become a complete dick. I, I, if somebody wants to argue with me in the heat of the moment, they're going to regret that. You keep saying become. (laughs) (laughs) I, when, (laughs) like, like, like you have to step into the role. When I get mad, I'm a dickhead. And when I get mad, I'm, I, 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 there's a, you know, everybody has a line they don't want to go past because it, to go past that line, you start to become, uh, you know, you start to become an asshole. And I mean, y'all remember from my drunk thing, you know, when I got drunk. Uh, oh, yeah, that was <laughs> <true>. <laughs> and, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I get pissed off or when I get into that mode, uh, all of that concern for other people's feelings and thoughts goes out of my mind completely. And my focus becomes on what I need to say. And whatever, whatever situation that might be, whether it's to get something done or to hurt someone, uh, I can be that way. I can be, I can be a motherfucker. And so I thought Hannibal Lecter fits this very well because Hannibal Lecter is a very smooth, uh, charismatic, um, almost welcoming doctor who is there to listen to your problems and to offer advice. And he's a psychiatrist who knows how to help and knows a lot of the answers for how to get through to people and give people what they need. But Hannibal Lecter finds rudeness to be unspeakably ugly, as he says in, uh, in, in the series. And whenever he decides to be... Uh, a motherfucker. He is the motherfucker. Uh, whether that means mentally picking people apart or physically picking them apart. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that pretty well describes my, uh, my reactions, how I handle emotional situations. So that's why I went with him. And that's why I think, uh, if I, if there was a character that properly described my personality in that, it would be him. When you just, when you explain it that way, it makes sense. Cause when you first said Hannibal Lecter, I was like, Whoa, what? <laughs> you well, mean I'm the dark place. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I have a very dark personality. Unfortunately, I, yes, most of the time I'm, I try to be very, uh, fun and light and keep things, you know, in a, you know, we're, we're having a good time, but y'all know me and you should know that I'm not a, um, I'm not happy. (laughs) (laughs) You're not Disney. (laughs) Right. I have some, uh, 
some uh, darkness. And that and it comes out whenever shit starts going bad. And that's that's just the way that is. So Okay. Yeah. But he's a so you looked title. at you what? looked at Crisis and um, you looked at Crisis and uh, Stress in a different light than I did. But and whenever I apply my choice to how you were explaining it, I think the choice still stands up. But good thought, good thought process. Thank you, um, Chris. Who is your moon? Oh, my moon. Uh, Donna Noble from Doctor Who. Oh, <laughs> she's she's uh. So when I'm either one of two things in a stressful situation, I'm either really great and I got it together, or I'm freaking out. There's no middle ground. Looking for the high ground there, to go hide. <laughs> there's there's just there's either one or the other. I can't. I'm either really great or I am terrible, and you have to console me because I'm freaking out. And Donna Noble's very much like that. She's either yelling at everybody and containing the situation and just doing what needs to be done, or she's freaking out. I'm very much, I'm, I'm very much like that. I, yeah, I, there are situations, but the kids, I'm usually really great. Mm-hmm. Except when they get, like, <laughs> when Quinn was three and a half, he fell into the corner of a wooden deck and almost split <laughs> the top of his lip open and almost broke his nose. So when your toddler comes in and he's freaking out and he's just got blood everywhere, I did not handle that well at all. Okay, I, I'm going to step in for a quick second on this one. So this situation, this is this is how I hear about it. I uh, I, I have a phone at work that I had a message, and so I um, I get the message, and it's, it's Chris, and she's she all she says is, "Oh my God, Quinn fell, and oh my God, there's so much blood. Oh oh my God, we're going to the hospital. Click." Oh my god! Seriously, yeah, I was freaking out. I was freaking out, and then so my, much blood. There was. There was so much blood. There was, I thought he'd broken his nose, and he just he busted his lip, and it was just. And he's he's so little, and this was before, he had just gotten his tube, so he literally had no words. He couldn't tell me what happened. He'd just been able to hear, I think, for a few short months. So I'm freaking out. I didn't see what happened. <laughs> Logan's t- trying to tell me what happened. I'm freaking out. We drive to the hospital. By the time Ray gets a hold of me, I'm like, no, 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 he's fine. <laughs> well, no, I don't get a hold of her. I don't get. I pull up, oh, to, the pull hospital, up to the hospital, and there she is on the in the in front of the hospital. And Quinn's, Quinn's got blood everywhere, and he comes up and he gives me a hug, and so now I've got blood all over my shirt, and I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> like, no, it's fine. But he's got a smile on his face, so everything was fine. Yeah, and he's got a cool <laughs> scar now, and. It's fine, but that's the. It's either I'm fantastic and everybody's okay and I got it locked down, or I am a basket case and people have to help me through life. That's how I handle my situation. Donna Noble is a good pick for that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why I like her so much because I can relate to her. Because some, you're right. Some episodes she like was like get you know putting the doctor in his place like yes, we, have, yeah. we have got to deal with this shit and other times she's just like screaming like what the fuck's going on yeah that's me <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Good deal. uh ray who is your moon okay this is gonna sound conceited so i gotta i gotta explain it a little bit uh i was raised in a family of emergency personnel so 
my mom's a nurse, my dad's a cop. Uh, you know, they're both retired now, but that's what I grew up in. And so you, you step up when mm-hmm. shit hits the fan, you step up. That's what I learned. Um, so my pick is Captain America because you got to keep your emotion in check. You, you're empathetic, but in the moment of crisis, you do the right thing and, and you just, no questions asked, you help. And so that's kind of, that was my pick. Good pick. He's yeah. very much like that. He's very much in control when there's, when shit's hitting the fan. He's got it, everything under control. Well, like, so we've come across, there was, uh, I'll never forget, we were driving in Walkerton and it was kind of nighttime. And as we're driving, there was a car on fire. And so we pulled over and people are standing around this car on fire. I'm like, guys, you got to get the hell out of oh, here. I and so I start yelling at people and start telling another guy to get to the other side of the street to start blocking traffic. Cause traffic was still going through. I'm like, the gas tank hasn't gone yet. We need to get people out of here. So it was, you know, as soon as the cops show up, I hand it off. Right. I, I I'm not going to mess with anything like that, but when there's nobody there to kind of control the crowd, it's like, okay, I got to do something. And, uh, I've been in a few accidents where I'm helping out there too. I was a, I was a volunteer firefighter around the area too for a bit, but of course you were. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was kind of cool. Like, you know, just to learn that kind of stuff and, and kind of carry my parents mantle a little bit. So yeah, his mom, that's amazing. awesome. Yeah. His mom's amazing in a crisis. She's just, Oh, dude. Hands down, she's, she's awesome. If if shit hits the fan, I want her there. Yeah. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I didn't know about I didn't know that about your parents. Yeah. 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 My dad's a cop too. Only I did not inherit that from my dad. Clearly, <laughs> 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 I'm <laughs> You didn't grow up with him. I didn't grow up with my dad. So. <laughs> All right, uh, Jay. Who is your moon? Uh, mine's kind of a little split because depending on the stress, the cause is how I kind of handle it. Mm-hmm. In one regards, I'm kind of like, you know, like Sherlock Holmes, just real calculating calm and just situation and coming up with the best possible solution, uh, you know, for that moment. And then depending on Kylo Ren. It's, you know, you're <laughs> like not. sitting there waiting for the news and you're just like, mm, okay. And then you go batshit crazy and <laughs> fucking destroy something or you get pissed off and start hitting yourself like I usually do when I'm playing Xbox. But, um, <laughs> Dan Connor yeah, throwing just, the couch out the front door. Yeah. Um, I honestly could say that I've, Crack the Xbox control in half, or basically tore it in half. Oh dear, that's not. <laughs> yeah, I got a little angry, and when you go to twist it, you know, grab one, basically one part of the controller and the other, and just give it a good twist. You will, if you do it hard enough, break in half. <laughs> and yeah, they're expensive to replace, so I stopped. Yeah. Them. Good call. Yeah, I like seventy bucks. So. Yeah, I, you know, there's a crack on my drywall that runs from the top to the bottom where I elbowed it, and <laughs> I can't remember what stressed me on that. Probably my ex-wife, but 
Um, that might do it. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's like <laughs> two sides of my moon there. Mm-hmm. If it's like bill related, work related, you know, stuff, you know, stuff like that. It's, you know, I guess sit there and throwing a fit's not going to help. Let's just analyze the situation, come up with the best answer, and we'll go with that. But for some reason, you know, things with like my ex-wife or like when I'm playing Xbox, I guess get so frustrated because it's something I like to do to relax and enjoy myself and. It's like just not enjoyable at that time, which makes it more frustrating. And it's just, yeah, it's like the complete opposite. You know, I do have my uh, occasional hop moments where it's just, you know, smash shit and the angrier I get, gets the worse it gets. But that hasn't happened for a while. Well, that's good. So, it's well, long, you're getting long, older, so you know. Jerry Smash. Yeah, I don't want to see that person anymore. So, <laughs> time well, to You yeah. gotta also, you gotta also think about. Uh, you went through a phase where you pretty much got all that out of your system. You know, like all the anger that you could have in your whole life kind of concentrated itself into like a small period of time. So when you go through something like that, it's going to pretty well make you, it's going to take the, you know, the, it's going to leave a bad taste in your mouth, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, I loved going to the gym because it was a controlled anger outlet. I could use my anger, my frustration and just do what I enjoyed doing and but with, you know, multiple multiple injuries and shit and life, it's just kind of taken me out of that. So there's an outlet for me that's just gone at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I got a, <laughs> I don't know, deep breath, meditation, killing the occasional hobo bearing him in the woods. Field dressing a hobo. We all remember. Yep. We, we've yep. already done that. <laughs> And if you don't remember that, go back and watch our previous show or listen to our previous show. Um, if Eugene has a pulled it from the internet, you don't. Nope, like it's uh, they are all up there. <laughs> um, my moon. Uh, now that y'all say that, I mean, here's the thing. Depending on the stress, I looked at this as like being like a crisis situation, not necessarily. Um, kind of how Cy described it at first. Um, like you know, a, a situation where you know, people are fucking up or whatever. I mainly looked this, looked at this as things like, um, there's been an accident or, um, I, the first thing that I went to not to be dark or anything would be like, um, if there was a death or something. And, um, generally the way that I, I do that, uh, when I get into a situation like that, um, I tend to, now here's the thing. If it if it's happening to me directly, I will get emotional, but for the most part, if there's a stressful situation, I tend to shut down completely emotionally. Like I don't, I'm not running on any emotion. I'm main, I'm just running on thought and it's like, okay, well, here's what we need to do. Um, you know, what, 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 what do I need to do at this point? Um, you know, do I need to, uh, you know, comfort whoever it is? Do I need to, you know, um, go get food. What is it do I need to do 
to uh, be the most productive and helpful in this situation. So with that said, uh, my pick for my moon was uh, Lieutenant Commander Data. Okay. Oh, okay. I was going to say Spock. Yeah, that makes sense too. Spock would have been good, but I went with Data just because of the fact that he's – you know, he's trying to be helpful and, you know, he, he, all he can run on is, you know, the logic that he comes up with. Of course, Spock would be a good example of that too. So, um, but yeah, I went with data just because, and like I said, you know, I've, unfortunately, you know, I've had, you know, several situations like that, you know, happen, um, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, a family member dies or whatever. And it's just immediately, you know, if it's someone I knew and was close with, I would probably still just shut down emotionally and try to take care of the people around me. And then, you know, eventually whenever I feel like things are um, at least somewhat under control, then it will, you know, then I'll allow myself to, to, to feel those emotions. But for the most part, it's like, like I said, I'd just shut down, take care of it. Um, now, if I was like, now, like when I get angry, I have to specifically tell myself, um, don't don't talk. Just keep your trap shut because you're going to say something you're going to regret, or do something you're going to regret. So once again, I try to. Sh- I, in that case, I try to purposely shut myself down to just become, you know, hopefully as logical as possible. Doesn't always happen though. Um, but yeah, so that was my moon. That one that was the second easiest of the of the three to come up with. So, which leaves us to the last uh, uh, portion of your personality. And that's what's known as the rising. And this is how you picture yourself ideally. Um, so with that said, Cyrus, who did you pick as your rising? This was the easiest one for me. Bond. James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Just a smooth, badass, uh, you know, uh, always has something funny to say that's uh, also interesting. A uh, cool dude who kicks ass and, you know, everybody likes him. Uh, you know, Bond, James Bond. Any particular know? one or just? Oh, well, Sean Connery. Okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Classic, so, 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 you know. Yeah, there you go. You got to, uh, there's so much to admire, right? I mean, Obviously, he's, you know, amazing, you know, uh, handsome. Uh, he, you know, has, he's very charming, very charismatic, uh, but he also can kick ass and, um, shit. I mean, what else, what's not to like? The guy's exactly, Sco- yeah. Scottish. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's just fucking awesome, you know? I mean, shit. Is, is, is there anybody more awesome than Sean Connery as James Bond? I mean, One of my favorite lines of his ever as Bond was um, he's in a doctor's office, and the nurse, of course, you know, a very attractive nurse, walks over, hands him a cup, and says, please fill this. And he, without skipping a beat, from how far away? <laughs> how are you that awesome? <laughs> awesome. I, I would have never thought of that in a million years, let alone ever said it. <laughs> You're just a smooth motherfucker. So that's a good pick. That is a that is Very a good, good pick man. for who you would like to see yourself ideally. So, uh, Chris, who is your rising? Okay, so for me, I'm. 
a bit of a space cadet. Like I have a bit of adult ADD mixed in with some laziness, imposter syndrome. So sometimes, most of the time, stuff just doesn't get done. Because <laughs> I'm in my own little world. I do the basics, but um, yeah, I'm a bit, I'm a bit uh, free-spirited that way. So for me, and it bothers me sometimes that I'm like that because I have, because of the adult ADD, I have all these thoughts going through my head of all these things I could do. And mm-hmm. then, the, you know, then the laziness imposter system comes in and it's like, nope, you're not doing any of that. <laughs> so for me, ideally, Leslie Nope is like, oh, wow, that, because, oh my God, the ultimate go-getter. The ultimate driven, nothing intimidates her. Even if the problem is just humongous, she's like, I got this. And she just does it. And she's, she gets so, told no so many times and, and she, she doesn't, still goes and she still does it. And nothing, nothing is too difficult or too big or too anything for her. She can just, even if people around her are telling her this is just a lost cause, she still does it. And to have those, to have that kind of personality trait would be amazing. We have friends who are just, constantly busy go 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 constantly got their hands in a million different things and i get tired just watching (laughs) their lives so to just have that amount of sort of confidence in your abilities and to be that positive all the time would be pretty pretty cool i do not have that the positive yeah with the adult add i understand that completely i was working on about three different things today and i bounced around from time and but i mean even then my partner kind of suffers from it as well and um we often will just go you know we'll be talking about something completely switch gears and we're just like squirrel yeah that's me Uh, yeah just talking about something oh look something shiny yeah exactly yeah yeah so when i watched parks and rec i was just like man do people like that exist? Because I just, I want to be her. Not all the time, just like be able to wear her for a little bit and then take it off. And there you go. Off. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, you know, once every week or, or two weeks or something like that. Yeah. Like monthly. There you go. Monthly wouldn't be yeah, bad. Monthly so. be all right. <laughs> Jeez, I, I wanted to be Hannibal. You want to be Buffalo Bill. He wore suits made out of women. Oh yeah, he's the, super. He's the killer on. Uh, I've never yeah. seen any of that, so. Yeah. <laughs> you probably cool. wouldn't like it. I'd she she would it. not like Science of the Lambs at all. No, no I, I don't say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ray, who is your rising? All right, so I was trying to go for the charisma too. Uh, there, nice. Mr. Cyrus. Mm-hmm. That one was something a little bit more crazy. Uh oh. So I went with Doctor Who. I went with the Doctor. Like you have to Which the Doctor. So one. I wanted to go with David Tennant because ah uh, yeah, he's he's charismatic, uh-huh. empathetic. He knows what's going on, but he's not an ass about it. Nope. And man, if you pissed him off, you know you're in trouble. And you know he's got great hair. <laughs> <laughs> Hair is important for an idea. I love his style. I yeah, yeah no, like, I completely understand, dude. He yeah, and uh, I want that confidence where I walk into a room and it's like, you know what? I know what's going on, and you can ask me anything, and I got an answer for it. And yeah, I might be just a crazy guy with a box, but we're gonna get this figured out. And that's that's what I'd love to be able to do. Is just any situation I walk into, I can just confidently go in and do it, and that'd be amazing. Nice. Excellent pick. Excellent pick. There you go. 
All right, uh, Jay, who is your rising? Oh, I didn't think about this one too much. I actually forgot about this one. But uh, I'd like to say Jason Bourne. All righty. There you go. Because, it, you know, he's just real smooth. No matter the situation, he's got a way out. You know, real smart, adapt to everything, and he fucks shit up if he has to. So, <laughs> it's just go like an all-around go-getter. Plus, he can kill dude with a pen. <laughs> or like John Wick. Yeah, I was going to say, John Wick did it with a pencil. So, oh, man, I forgot to watch those movies. Spoiler alert. No, they talk about it in the first one. They don't actually show it in the first one. They just oh. talk about it. About to say, yeah, in about, the second one, they talk about it. I was about to leave this broadcast. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I really do need to watch those, though. Yeah, You haven't awesome. seen it either, Eugene? All right, well, sorry, Jay. We'll let you finish. Oh, no, I'm done. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm good. I'm quick. That's a kick-ass one, though. I, I like that one. I was gonna as you're talking about. It, I'm like, yeah, probably John Wick would be a good one too. But I, I was actually debating between him and John Wick, but it seems like Jason Bourne just had more. Um, I don't know, more of that like cunning James Bond s type shit. Mm-hmm. You know, just little tricks up his sleeves. He knew how to do and. Surveillance, this, that, and the other. The only thing you really see John Wick do is headshot people for a few hours. Well, which, um, I mean, is amazing, but. Have you seen John Wick 2 yet? Yes. Okay. You and I will have to have a conversation with uh, Eugene and Cy not listening then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's definitely a planning session there, if you know which scene I'm talking about. Oh, uh, when he's with the. Uh... The tunnel? Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool to watch him set that up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Alrighty then. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you'd, love, you'd love the scene, yes. You'd love the scene. <laughs> um, my rising was the easiest one. Like when I, okay, so like I said, Lainey came up with this, this idea for this topic and I was like, okay, so first off, I have to figure out what the hell the topic is before I can try to explain it. You know, to anyone else who might need explaining, uh, Cyrus. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I go to a website and I'm like, okay, so sun is this, and moon is this, and rise. Oh shit, I already know who my rising is, and that was super simple. And that is, without question, Optimus Prime. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, help my my you know, my my logon, my my email, my online identity is 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 him. Um, I mean, Optimus Gene, it's he, the character of Optimus Prime to me has always been the one that's like, there's no, there's no, there's no question of his, of his intentions. His intentions are always just, he's always trying to do what is best for his team. Um, he's the personification of, of courage and honor and, I'm not, not just in, like not in the new movie. I was gonna say not until this new Michael no, Bay movie this movie doesn't count. At this point, I'm just I'm done with the Bay former movies. Just fuck, <laughs> fucking shit. Um, ugh. yeah, never mind. I'm not even gonna go into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, you but yeah, so uh, you know, original Optimus Prime from you know the '80s cartoon. What's funny is is as I mean, his character pretty much has not changed 
too much within even the newer versions of, you know, the cartoons or whatever. Um, you know, he's just always the, the, the strong leader that, you know, everyone can depend on. And um, like I said, he's, he's always trying to do what's right, what's best for his team. And he's a robot. I, I knew you were going to bring that. <laughs> as soon as I ended up picking at least two robots for my personality, I knew Cy was just going to be like, yep, mm-hmm, absolutely. So, well, you, it's your ideal image, you know. <laughs> I, I guess so. Just it took you this long to <laughs> shut up, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if, if only I was made of metal. Okay, you know what? I'll be honest with you. The whole idea of no, I don't. I don't want to go into that. I was going to say the whole idea of the um, the singularity is appealing to me, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, so, with that said. Um, we actually spent quite a bit of time on this, so I don't. Can, can since it was Laney's, can we throw a couple ideas for Laney? You know what? That would actually be an excellent idea, oh, Ray. Oh, that is I'm glad you idea. put that out there. Yeah. So, yeah, she's son. Okay. So her her son. I I kind of thought of this one as we were talking, and I I don't know if you guys will agree, but I was thinking Penelope from Wreck It Ralph. Vanellope. Vanellope, sorry. Vanellope Bonstein. Vanellope, yes, that's not a bad pick for her. She's, you know, little, little out there. Uh huh. She's the glitch. She's the glitch, and you know, she's but a smart ass. She's a smart ass for sure, and you know, she's uh, but she still kicks ass, and she's she is the hero in the end too. So, you know, now that you said Wreck It Ralph, Ralph would have been a decent pick for Jay. But anyway, uh, why is that? I haven't seen Wreck It Ralph. You have not seen Wreck It Ralph? I've never seen it either. Oh my what god, is- you've got to see it! The, the video game references in it are just awesome. So just, just, the, the just for the video game references. Well, watch the movie and you'll see. Oh, uh, fuck that shit! Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's a bad guy, but he's, he's not, not a bad, a bad guy. guy? <laughs> <laughs> just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad. Guy, <laughs> um, God, I love those lines. Anyway, um, okay. So, are you thinking that would be her son? I would say that's her son. Just okay. She's, you know, she's a little eccentric, but she's awesome and smartass, and she's always got a little comment for somebody like Sai. And- <laughs> mm. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> when I can tell you from experience. She doesn't handle crisis or stress well at all. Yeah, I didn't know uh, what to pick for her moon. Yeah, it would. <sighs> I'm doing a search right now for asshole female characters. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what comes up. There <laughs> we go. Why? Okay. Unlikable female characters. Uh, let's see here. Really? <laughs> While he's searching that, I, I, was, I was thinking for her rising, and this is obviously just me get, throwing it out there. I was thinking Belle from uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, she, doesn't she like Ariel better? She likes Ariel better because she doesn't like Beauty and the Beast, but um, I thought of Belle because she's a, uh, she's a stronger character. like Physically because she kicked she well, but mentally stick. too. Like if you think about it, Ariel's a dumb little girl that chases a boy because he's pretty. He, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ariel does not fit as her rising. I would mm-hmm. say for her rising, 
would be more like who she would like to envision herself to be. I would pick either um, Wonder Woman. I'll see. I'll, yeah. That wouldn't be bad. I was going to say Princess Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Princess, Princess Leia. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And she's a Disney princess now, so yes. And so yeah, so she gets that she gets that extra bonus point there. So, <laughs> but yeah, as for Moon, I didn't have a clue because I've never seen her in a crisis. So, yeah, she doesn't do stress very well. She'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about the girl from Short Circuit? <laughs> oh my god, it's been so long since I've seen it. She didn't do very well either. See, if that was the case, I'd almost say, um, what's her name from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh, yeah. yeah, No, not Raiders. Not Raiders. I mean, uh, Temple of Doom. Oh, the one that freaks out all the time. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how good a pick that would be, but that's kind of the first thing that's coming to mind because I can see her just being like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. (laughs) We're going to die. Exactly. (laughs) So we'll have to we'll have to uh next time we I, I talk to her I'll have to ask her, So what were your Sun Moon and uh and rising? Uh yeah. it's we're probably all, we're all nothing. Curious. We're probably completely wrong with Oh would. yeah, oh, absolutely. No, I, I I if of the three picks, I would definitely say probably closest with Leia. But yeah, yeah probably so. so. All right. Well with that being said, uh let's go ahead and move on to our picks and pans for the week. Would anyone like to go first? Sure. All right, Ray, what's your pick and or pan? So I've got both. Uh, one okay. Night. So my pick is John Wick 2. Uh, go see it. It's it's John Wick, but amped up a little bit more. Uh, a little bit bigger budget, but not to the point that you're disappointed. Like, they, they've done a really good job with this. It, it just feels like a continuation of the story, and I can't wait for the third one. So Nice. Um. And then my pan is uh, getting shot in the face with a puck by <laughs> an eight-year-old. <laughs> oh! Uh, I was at my son's practice uh, this uh, yesterday and uh, just helping out a goalie to make sure that he knew what he was doing and helping him out. And then uh, they started a play without letting me know, and I started backing off, and the puck went off of the crossbar and into my face. Oh. So, are you okay? Nice. Oh yeah, oh, I'm good. He's got a big red mark on it. It's <laughs> Is it like that that scene on the that what was that Black Sheep with the um, no uh, Tommy Boy? Tommy Boy. Not so much here or down here, but right across here. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it's like right under his eye though, and it's a it's a it's gonna be a black guy. Yeah, it's a so. pretty decent red mark. But <laughs> See, this, kid, was, this kid likes to wind first. up and shoot though, so he was. Being a bit of a if it if it had been if he had been like a year older or two years older, I'm probably talking about a broken nose. Oh damn! So. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's like one of the best players on our team, and he just he likes to show off a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, eight years showing off. He's eight. I, mean, I don't even think he's eight. I think he's seven. I think he's seven, but he's got a hell of a shot. So. Oh well, there you go. What were you gonna say, uh, Jay? I almost chose Chris Farley as my son. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Like in Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- Tommy Boy or Black Sheep, you know, just big, dumb, and lovable. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> got, got, got clumsy and got his, uh, 
his but he wanted spells. to help people in both of those movies. So. Yeah, and he's got his angry spells where he gets pissed off and he just starts going on to a rant. But <laughs> I, I see, honestly, I see your son as Barf from uh, Spaceball. <laughs> <laughs> Why he's not big and furry? <laughs> God, I need to go back and rewatch that movie. It's been too long. Oh, the kids yeah. love it. It's been more than a decade or so. Yeah. Logan did not like it. I've got a pick pick in a pan. Yeah, go ahead, Si. What's what's yours? My pick is uh, I finally got to watch Stranger Things. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Okay. You you got to finish it? I watched the whole first season. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Have you all watched Stranger Things? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Jay hasn't, I don't think. Not yet. I want to. Okay, I won't go into any details. I'll just say it's really good. Uh, It's very entertaining. It's all about recreating Stephen King from the eighties. It's uh, it's great. The X Files. Yeah, the opening sequence is mesmerizing. It's like it's like watching. I don't even know. It's like. The old school openings they used to do, but on another level. It's really cool. Um, so, yeah, that I definitely can't wait for season two. Yeah, my comment about that was that I've told people is that um, if, if the show was not shot in 16 by 9, I would almost I would almost believe it was an actual 80s show just because yeah. it is so. If it wasn't in 16 by 9, I would actually prefer to watch it on my CRT TV. <laughs> it's. It just nails the 80s so it's, well. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. And the actors. Oh, oh good show. Man, yeah. did you – I didn't even – this is the only thing I'm going to say, and it doesn't spoil anything. But for the first two or three minutes, I didn't recognize Winona Ryder. I was like yeah. – yeah. I was like, what? And then I finally realized it was her, and I was like, wow, that's – some acting. That's yeah, she did a damn good job. She did yeah. a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. I liked her on stage when they were accepting the award too. But oh my god, that was so <laughs> fucking hilarious. She said that she didn't hear what what was being said, so she was just like making facial expressions. <laughs> sure. Anyway. I like the version that has the pizza flying around. That's yes, awesome. that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> if, if now, if I had a pan, I would pick the Wall Street Journal, and I'll tell you why. This uh, hit piece that they put out on uh, PewDiePie, I know that y'all probably aren't that familiar with him, but he's the biggest YouTuber in the world, obviously. No. Um, so they basically tried to paint him as some kind of like a Nazi sympathizer or something like that, and Disney canceled their contract with him, and yep. uh, it was a big deal. Big, big deal for all of YouTube. Uh, and as it turns out, uh, basically the wall, there's these three different writers from the wall street journal that went through all of his videos and took a whole bunch of stuff out of context to try to get rid of him. Uh, and it's, it's going to be a huge lawsuit. It's going to be all over all kinds of every kind of media. So, so, Oh, sorry. No, I just, I just, uh, lament the death of journalism. You know, it sucks. That being said, 
for him to make his little video that he's going to quit YouTube as soon as he got to a certain subscriber and then back out just because he was making tons of money and being a dick is kind of a... a okay. Let me let me let me agree. Thing, well, but. he never he never said which channel he was going to shut down. He just shut down one of his other ones. Let me let me say this: I have never liked PewDiePie. I don't his personality rubs me the wrong way. Me too. I, I just have never liked him. However, I'm on his side on this. So oh, on this one, yeah, sure. If something's taken out of context, then you know. But I don't like him, and he's an yeah. ex- he, he exploits his audience and yes. manipulates everyone. And absolutely, I don't like that. That's what he—he's the face of YouTube, and that's the—that's the image that he has created. And that's the problem, right? Everybody wants to be PewDiePie, so what that means is everybody acts like that, and right. that's what sucks about it. Yeah. So while I respect the disdain that the wall street journal has for him. I do not endorse their methods. Fair enough. All righty then. Chris, do you have a pick or a pan? I have one of each. Okay. Wow. All right. Yes. So since we've got Netflix, we have been binge watching a lot of shows, so many shows. And we recently started watching one called uh, the hundred, which is actually on the CW network. And it's a bit, it's, it's, that typical type of show it's teeny and stuff anyways it's it's a dystopian show uh it's about um in the season four now it's on season four but we're watching the first one so about a hundred years ago the world had this big giant nuclear sort of holocaust and 12 nations sent up a bunch of humans to live on what's called this ark which is this like a space station so a hundred years goes by about 97 the ark is starting to fall apart and they have a sort of cut and dry judicial system. Uh, if you're a minor and you have a mark against you, you get put in jail. If you're an adult and you do something wrong, you get sucked out the air back of the ship. Like the, that's it. They decided yeah. to write that in there. So they send this, knowing that the arc is starting to fall apart, they send all the juvenile delinquents down to earth to see if it's ready to be inhabited yet. Um, and I, what I like about the show is it's pacing. It's really fast. It's gets to the point really quickly. Um, and I also like that it has like a game of Thrones style kill. Like you really like a character. Oh, it dies. Oh, we're going to kill 320 people just like that. Just right before they have been saved. And so I really, I like that. It's, I like the pace of it and I like that it's, a little bit grittier. And then my pan, and this is Ray's fault. Hey, come on now. No. I was going on recommendations. No. So there's a show on Netflix called The OA. And Ray was selling it to me as sort of like Stranger Things. That's how it was sold to me. So we started watching it. It is awful. It was terrible. It was what, like eight episodes? Yeah, I don't know. It was OA stands for original angel. And it's this woman who comes back after seven years of being captive. When, before she disappeared, she was blind. When she comes back, she can see. She's got all these weird markings on her back. And, um, over the, it, it's just the whole thing doesn't make any sense to pick the wrong plot to go with. And I was very, I was just angry. Well, and the wrong twists as well. And yes. they, they put twists in when they shouldn't have. And the whole thing was unnecessary and it was a waste of time. Yeah. Don't watch it. Yeah, it's not recommended. No. 
Go and watch okay. the OA on Netflix. It's a bad show. Okay, that's yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Jay, do you have a pick or pan or both? Uh, I just got a pick. John Wick too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and the girlfriend went and watched it. Uh, she hadn't seen the first one, but uh, you know, really didn't need to to get some of the references. It would have been better to see it, but it's one of those movies you could just go and watch it and be perfectly fine. You know, lots and lots of action, great action. <laughs> they turned it up another notch. Yeah, I mean, it was Some just, effort. you know, I was worried about it kind of not holding up to the first one. But, yeah, it was it was great. <laughs> yeah. Did you all see the um, honest trailer for John Wick? Yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious, and and it brings up my point about the other Matrix movies. They're like, you know, hopefully the second one, you know, hopefully he can actually make a sequel to a really awesome action movie. And then of course they're playing that final scene where, you know, he's <laughs> you know he's standing in front of the whatever it was, the god, the computer, or whatever, and he's going through yeah. that long diatribe, and it's just like, oh god, get back to shooting something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that with this one, though, I am really impressed with the dedication that Keanu Reeves has for this style of movie. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. The video of him uh, training was insane. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that was training said, you know, by far out of all the actors that he's uh, trained, that Keanu Reeves is by far the the best at it. He puts in the hardest work and just the way he picks it up is a lot quicker than anybody else. And, well, the interesting thing with him, too, is I don't know uh, if you guys remember The Replacements. Yeah. So that football movie where he actually was throwing, like, it was at the end of that movie, he was actually offered a tryout with one of the, a uh, couple of the NFL teams because of how well he was throwing that ball. Like, he was so dedicated to that. So it's, his dedication is crazy. And he's hot. All right, well, then. Well, totally. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that awesome. I, I haven't really thought that since Point Break. <laughs> <laughs> I keep waiting for him to say "whoa" in another movie. Yeah, yeah. As long as he don't say that in John Wick, I'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't say it in John. <laughs> but if he says that in like Part Three, then I'll go. Ah, oh, damn it! You guys ruined the whole fucking thing. It would be hilarious if they somehow worked it in where it actually fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it wasn't like really drawn to it. It was just kind of like, whoa, some shit like that. Now, if he, what I would like to see is that one of the characters that he kills, maybe another assassin or something, is Alex Winters from Bill and Ted. Oh my God, that would be hilarious. (laughs) Maybe that's just something he's got to assassinate is Alex (laughs) Winters. I really like that. I don't know why. Just, oh, <laughs> but you know, the rumor mills kicked up again about him. Well, apparently he was I on that British show and actually was dropping Graham. thoughts. He said it on the Graham Norton show. He was. He was dropping plot, um, plot uh, potential. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, here's hoping. Yep. I'll be on. I would watch. I would watch a third Bill and Ted movie. I would. So <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't yeah. know, man. It'd be kind of weird, right there. I don't think you, I, you yeah. just have to give it a shot, dude. I don't think I could. It would be pretty weird. Well, then tell you what. The rest of us will go watch it. We'll let you know whether or not you should see it or not. Yeah, it's just like how they're talking about remaking the Goonies. Oh, God. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know about that one. Leave that one alone. 
Yeah. I can see um, Sean Aston's old fat ass trying to oh, stupid shit. I, we heard rumor that one of the Goonies is actually going to be on Stranger Things. Oh, wow. But not as character, but as uh, just an actor. So we'll see what happens with that. Hmm. Yeah, I cannot wait for the next season. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for the next season. Um, actually, uh, with the exception of Jay, everyone on tonight's show actually had a pick or hit pick and a pan. My, uh, I'll start with my pan. My pan is Valentine's Day candy. I am really trying to lose weight. I've really got to buckle down, but damn it to hell. <laughs> I've got kids and they just, you know, they get it from the grandparents. They get it from school and it's just, it's sitting there and it's delicious and damn it. Um, okay. Easter's around the corner. Ugh. Stop. <laughs> Thanks for that, Ray. Uh, my pick for the week is uh, today was my boy's fifth birthday. And uh, yeah, technically speaking, they were born just not quite an hour ago uh, that first night. So uh, yeah, five years. It's uh, part of it seems like it, you know, it's taken a long time. And the other part of it seems like it's just like flown by. So um but yeah, they're they're really into the bir- their birthday party is tomorrow morning, and it's uh, uh, Mario and Luigi themed. So you know it's it's nice, you know, and it's I don't even have to at this point. I'm I'm just kind of gently, you know, maybe in some cases gently, just you know, showing them some things here and there to see if they like it. But in some cases, they're discovering stuff on their own, and it's stuff that like I haven't said anything or done anything to even remotely. Talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and that they're starting to find it on their own. And of course, you know, I'm like, oh, th- yes, I just get to keep reliving my childhood. So it's it's flipping awesome. So <laughs> just wait until they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there, Jay. We're get, we're starting that. Ugh. Yeah, well, my son will be 20 in a few months. Jesus, <laughs> my oldest daughter will be 16, and then. Mackenzie will be nine. And then the girl I'm dating, her daughter is five hours older older than Mackenzie, so two birthdays that day. <laughs> wow. Two nine-year-olds, and then she's got a, a six-month-old. So my grandson's actually older than my girlfriend's youngest daughter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I'm starting all over again. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you're starting all over again, dude. <laughs> but it's fun. As long as you're enjoying it, man. That is our show for the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as always, you can find us on um, epicallygeeky.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, wherever you listen to the show, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Music, please, please, please give us a five-star rating. It does help out. Um, there's also a place there for you to leave a review. Uh, don't worry, don't worry about leaving a review. Just instead, uh, drop us a note. Leave us, you know, tell us what you think of the show. Where, you know, if you want to put, uh, tell us, tell us about what you think your sun, moon, and star would be, or sun, moon, and, and rising would be. Uh, you know, uh, leave it there. That would be awesome. I'd love to read that. Um, you can, of course, also find our individual wacky adventures online. Cyrus, where can we find you? You can find me at Infowars.com where I break down oh conspiracies. <laughs> that are going on. No, uh, VideoGameVirus.com or YouTube. And you'll you'll find me. Look for Cyrus Martin or Video Game Virus. Oh, man. You're into what? 600 subscribers now, right? Uh, six, some, uh, something. 600 something. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's awesome. 
Slowly, you're, you're side getting there. You're getting there. Uh, and then, of course, you, uh, game rambling this week, or is, is Picky Old Gamer still under the weather? No, we're back to normal. We're, we'll be doing it Sunday uh, at uh, 5 p.m. Central Time. We're going to be extremely focused on Nintendo because, holy shit, we are within. This is the danger zone. We're almost there. It's almost time for the new Nintendo system. The, I, I mean, hype could not be more intense at this point. That's so. new Nintendo coming out? <laughs> That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 The, best, the best system Nintendo's put out in a long time. This thing's going to be really interesting. So definitely check out our show, Game Rambling. And we'll and we'll uh, inter- try to entertain you with some some fun video game stuff. Very cool, uh, Chris. Where can we find you online? Uh, on Instagram at Lake Life Mama. My feed's changing a little bit. It's going to be um, more knitting and crocheting pictures. Mine too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Ray, where can we find you online? Uh, so you can find some new watercolor paintings that I'm working on, uh, on Instagram at Lake Life Artist. Uh, and then if you're on Facebook, uh, search Raymond Andrew and I'm listed as one of the artists there. So, uh, yeah. Very cool. Uh, Jay, where can we find you online? Epically Jay Red on Twitter and one Jay Red on Instagram. And uh, my feed should hopefully start filling up with uh, pictures of um, props that I'm making because I'm finally kind of getting back into that. I actually just finished the Ecto Goggles, which hopefully I'll be premiering on Sunday. And uh, I just ordered some parts. They actually, now that I think about it, I've got to go check the mail. Um, uh, I just ordered some parts. So I should be able to, I've been waiting to do the electronics for the ghost trap that I printed. Uh, the guy's still working on the, the, the walkthrough on that. So I'm like, maybe I should just go and paint this thing and get, and get it together and then go back into the electronics later. So, um, I may be posting, well, I will be posting pictures of that. So, and then I've, of course, got a bunch of other ideas of stuff that I want to print and, and do and make. So, uh, I'm still trying to figure out the whole Twitch thing, but, uh, I'm, I'm making steps. I'm finally, I finally feel like I'm getting, you know, taking some steps towards that. So, and you can find that on, uh, Opt at Optimachine on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For everyone on the site, have a good night. This has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 